Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. I love this guest. We had met before briefly. We didn't really talk. Uh, today's guest is just someone that... Uh, we were going to a convention together and flying into Arkansas and we thought the plane was going to crash. We thought we were going down and we were sitting next to each other and we had a bonding experience. Trauma bond. Trauma bond. (laughs) Kate Flannery is on the podcast today. Uh, She's fantastic. You've seen her in the office and millions of other things. She's extremely funny, humble, sweet, and I enjoyed every moment with her. Didn't you? Yeah, she was really nice. Really nice really, and really, really cool. fun to be around, right? Just yeah. A, uh, just, a, just a full, what do, you, what do you say? She's just a... The complete package. The complete package is what she was. That's yeah. right. Um, before we get into it, just a reminder that my new podcast, our new podcast, it's called Talkville. Tom Welling and I have a new podcast. It's called Talkville. Ryan Tejas is on board. <sighs> Every week we watch an episode. We watch every episode of the entire series in order, and then we talk about that episode. Like the pilot episode, we have a whole episode about the pilot. We talk about it. There's a hotline. You can call in. It's just going to – it's so much fun. And we're so excited and delighted to tell you about it, and hopefully you'll join us and spread the word. July 13th, Wednesday, and every Wednesday thereafter, we will talk all things Smallville. I know you've been waiting for this. It's a big deal. Act like it. Act like you've been waiting for it because it's uh, it's a lot of work. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. Too. I mean, I will be watching for the first time. Yeah, Ryan will get to watch for the first time. Oh, so we yeah. get to see how he, because he never watched Smallville. He I never, never watched it. I never so did. it's fun watching, uh, listening to what you have to say about each episode. I never know what you're thinking. It's a time capsule, man. It's a time Crazy. capsule. Uh, I love it. Also, look, if you guys want to join Patreon, go to patreon.com slash inside of you. Uh, support the podcast. Uh, many people do. It really helps the podcast. Uh, there's different tiers. Uh, top tier, get their name shouted out on the podcast at the end of every podcast. They get uh, box full of, boxes full of merch from me, um, little messages from me, and more and more stuff. So go to patreon.com slash inside of you. I'll message you back after you join. And um, also go to um, sunspin.com if you want to get a Zoom from me and Rob and the band. There's tons of band merch there. I'm on Cameo, blah de blah Uh, Thank you for listening. If you like Kate Flannery, stick around um, and uh, tell me what you think. Tell me what you think and uh, listen to other guests because I think you'll really dig it. Uh, Let's talk about the handles that you can follow us and Please write a review. It really helps the podcast. It is at inside. (laughs) (laughs) We just cut a fart. There's a fart and we cut it, but we're laughing at it now. So sorry about that. It's at inside of you pod on Twitter and at inside of you podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Yes. Thank you for listening. We love you. I work very hard to get guests and uh, talk about real things, real issues, uh, adversity that people face and mental health and all that stuff in between. So thank you for everybody that listens and supports this podcast. I appreciate you. And without further ado, let's just do it. Let's get inside of Kate Flannery. 
It's my point of view You're listening to Inside of You With Michael Rosenbaum Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. Do you have purpose? Do you feel like you have purpose? Because that's, that's, you know, it sounds funny. It sounds silly to talk about. No, I do. But then I get busy with weird shit. And then I'm like, I fear that I've like, what am I doing? And then I'm like, this is just reason. And I think it's just because I'm tired and I booked a little too much all at the same time. You are on the go. No, but you are. I've never seen anyone as busy as you. you. It feels like you're just... I'm a dipshit. I over. I I used to overbook in town. Now I overbook out of town. I mean, like I literally would be like running from one show to the next to the next, and you know. Oh God. I mean, how do you do? You do it because if you stop, you'll just get depressed. Maybe, maybe that that's part of it, and some of it's FOMO, and some of it's just like that. That so much of what we do is connecting to people, and if you don't show up, you don't connect. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I really feel like. The people that don't go to other people's shows, I'm like, all right. Or, but if you're in enough shows, then you see everybody. You're in their shows, right. you know. I mean, when I when I did more like you know stand up nights and stuff. Right. Do you um do you find it hard to say no to people? I uh, yeah. like for instance yeah. this podcast. You were wanting to say no. <laughs> I could feel it. You're like, I'm too busy. I've done a lot of podcasts, but you did it somehow. No, you did no, it. no. I know, and I I mean, I'd rather do your podcast than the three other people that I said yes to that I shouldn't. Have. <laughs> <laughs> at least i know you yeah you know yeah and uh yeah that's how it kind of goes yeah so i i read that you have you have five well first of all let me let me talk about the the plane ride because you and i met <laughs> you and jane lynch were doing this morning show as co-hosts or something for it right 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 what the hell what was I that can't, I can't, no we weren't co-hosting you were, we just were just guests guests who but were... then they just wouldn't let us leave it was that hallmark uh uh, talk show called Home and Family. It's right. literally a three-hour show, and you have to like really have the pushiest publicist in the world to get out of like doing more than one segment because they just they want you to do five segments. Like, give them more. Yeah, we more, want some more, funny more, here. We want more. some. That's right. Did they That's pay right. you well? Uh, probably not. But probably you know, you're, we're promoting. You know, we were promoting our tour, so I was like, hey, it'll be fun. And we've actually sung live on that show a few times, which you know, sometimes it's hard to be able, like, to be the to be allowed to to sing on a show. Yeah, you know how it goes. So, yeah. um, so we were, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies. If you know what I'm saying, like, we yeah. just do what you got to do, right? <laughs> yeah, it was a cool little show. It was fun, but I remember meeting you there, and I was like, <laughs> God, she's so full of energy. She's so fun. You're like adorable. <laughs> You you're know, how, if you're 80, I'm adorable. Uh, I'm, or if you're six, uh, anything in between, I'm not sure. But it's funny. I remember we were playing some stupid, sorry, we were playing a game, like some made up game where it was, and this balloon was supposed to pop. And I remember, like, it, and they kept putting air if you get the, and they were sure that it was going to pop. And it just wouldn't pop. It just wouldn't pop. So I literally walked up, took the, my earring off, and just popped the and thing. And you popped the fucker. Like, Fuck it. <laughs> That's exactly what you did. Um, <laughs> We we then got reacquainted on a plane. We sure did. Now puddle jumper from Dallas to Arkansas to Arkansas. And let me tell you, Kate, if I may say, is not someone that gets nervous on flights. Never. She just is kind Never. of like she's been on so many, so have I. I don't really get Never. Right? Tell the yeah. story. Well, I I we were about to land in Arkansas <laughs> and we didn't. We just like didn't land. We were the like, plane just kind of jerked up. It was like, what is happening? 
and nobody, nobody said, said a, word. a word. The pilot did not say a word forever. Like we never, we, we, never, found out. we never even found out. But, right? but, but looking around, you could yeah. see other people like were really freaking worried. Out. They were freaking out. The you sky- looked at me like, oh. I was like, this is not good. And the sky, literally, I mean, we were in tornado country and it looked like, I mean, it looked like. Tornado country. Yeah. It really I, did. I felt like, are we in one? Are we near one? Did it just happen? Is it about to happen? What's happening? Jesus. Are we running away from it? No, we're just circling it. We're circling the tornado. It was scary, man. It was really scary. It was. I was like, holy shit, is this how it's going to end? Because, you know, when you're flying so much, you think, all right, well, you know, what are the odds? Of, well, I guess it's- Yeah, the odds go up, They right? go up if you fly they a do. lot. How many flights do you think you take uh, on average a month or, or a year? Well, last year, I realized I did 53 flights, which is nuts. 53 53 during flights. a pandemic. And you didn't get COVID. I did not, but I'm the idiot with the with the two masks and a shield, and I bring a straw because they don't give you straws on planes. So I just <laughs> shove that stupid straw in my mask, so I don't take it off. I, don't have to. I shove the food up there. It's see the dog agrees. Yeah, with the me. dog's it's, upset. It's a good deal. Yeah. Um, do you uh, do you like do you like cons? I do. Uh, some are better than others. So what do you love about the pot about the cons? What do you um, like about them? What do you not like about them? Uh. Well, there is this feeling like you are <laughs> in a storefront and people are like literally walking past you and like shopping and figuring out if they're going to spend their money on you, which is really weird. Yeah. You're like, oh, hey, look at these new <laughs> pictures I have here. <laughs> I know you feel kind of weird sometimes. Don't you? That's a little odd. That's, a little, yeah. that's the oddest part. And every once in a while, there'll be some super funny character, like just some odd people that are like. What's going on? You're like, what's going on? You paid to get in. Shouldn't you already know? It's like. (laughs) (laughs) Do do you have people coming up and quoting you constantly? I do. I usually do. What's the one quote that you you, you think that people always say of of Uh, Meredith Palmer? Usually it's it's casual day. Like they usually give me that. Um, (laughs) Or, uh, you know, don't fall in love with me, kid. That's another one. Uh, There's a few. There's a few. Casual day is probably the most popular. Right. And don't you love the people that just go, hey, I don't want anything. I don't want an autograph. I just want to talk to you. Right. And then you're like, great, but you don't know how to get out of the conversation. You're like, hey, you know. Always tough. It's always difficult. I think I'm I'm pretty good like that. I go, hey, I love you. Thanks so much for coming by. And uh, I'll, I'll talk to you later. I'll see, see you, you can later. Take care of yourself. I knew you could take care of yourself. I knew. I never worry about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about me. But what I don't about know you? you well, but I know you well. You know what I mean? Like I got your number. Like I, I know you. You don't. You don't suffer. You don't suffer. I don't Some suffer, suffer too much. Some people suffer. But I don't suffer. Do you? Do you suffer? suffer? It's kind of weird. It's 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 so fun when there's a lot of people there to see you and you're busy and you're yeah. You know, you feel like you're you feel like you're somewhat important or you're relevant. Sure. And then that you could easily feel like shit right. when all of a sudden there's nobody at right. the convention and Always. nobody. Always. And it's that always, happens it does and actually even sometimes like when i'm with somebody from the office like and their line is bigger than mine or whatever but i also realize i don't talk as long as some of the other people on the show so i go i go like oh well if i talk longer than my line would be longer i don't know <laughs> <laughs> right right but right. you know but it's also like it's it's such a champagne problem because it's doing cons is like this very coveted position that i, I have a lot of very famous friends that would like to do them, you know, you know, or, you know, fairly well-known actors that like do a lot of stuff, but they're not on the show or they don't do sci-fi or they don't do this. So it's a weird thing. Because you haven't done a lot of sci-fi. Are you Wizards of Waverly Place was sort of like, was that (laughs) kind of a... Sort of. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, I was in the the movie Cooties where I played Elijah Wood's mom. I played Elijah Wood's mom, but I'm going to tell you, 
I would have had to been a slut in seventh grade to be Elijah Wood's mom. I'm not that much older than Elijah Wood. Anyway, but, uh, <laughs> Do you hate when they cast you as a, as a mom and you're like, motherfuckers? Right. Well, I am whatever. not that old. I mean, again, like. I'm waiting to get be, be, uh, to be cast to be the dad, as dad. dad. I'm, not, I'm in that yeah, middle. Yeah, you are, you're almost there. You're I, almost there. Oh, yeah, God. Did you almost... hear what she said? She said, I'm almost there. No, you're you are almost there. the dad. You're, no, actually, you I, I would, am there. I actually, I would totally. Well, I, well, you know what? We're all going in one direction or we're not. Like, do you really want to jump the planet? Or, or you're, we're getting plastic surgery and pretending like we're young. I mean, like, what you know? What are you going to do? Yeah. Do you do you uh, worry about that? Do you, I thought you were going to say, do you do plastic surgery? Do you do pl- are uh, you plastic? <laughs> the plasticity of it all. I actually had all. a few more lines put in. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I got but, a thing. I got to keep it up. Right? Uh, <laughs> but do you do you ever look in do you look in the mirror and you're hard on, are you hard on yourself? Sure, sometimes. But I also feel like pff, I mean, I'm the one that I'm like the idiot. When I first started, like, I never wanted my pictures to look too good because I didn't want to walk in the room and disappoint people. That's what they should have on apps. I'm telling you. Dating apps. I'm telling you. They should. They never look as good. They should. It's awful. It's awful. You're 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 setting yourself up for failure. Like, yeah. at least if you're a little under par and you show up, people go, hey. Hey, she, hey. she puts herself together. Well, wow. Well, wow. She needs to update her photos. The years have been kind. <laughs> what? It's, yeah. a, it's a weird thing, you know? I mean, I do have vanity and sanity sometimes, but I also, like, as I get older, you go like, eh, what are you going to do? What's, what's, like, the worst criticism you've had from a casting director? Because, first of all, casting directors, folks, are not honest. They usually, and I've talked to a casting director about this, usually no matter how bad someone is, they'll go, yeah, it just wasn't, wasn't right for the part, did a great job. Because they never want to burn bridges in case that person gets famous sure, or something happens. Sure, of course, happens, of course. Which I find to be sort of awful. Yeah. Like, I want to go, I want somebody to say, hey, you know, he just didn't have it today. He just wasn't on. You he want something on. constructive. You yeah, want constructive so it makes criticism. you work harder. Right. Unless, oh, he's great. He's great. He's great. Right. He's great. You are great. in the wrong town, my friend. Seriously. I mean, I'm serious because no, people don't want to be that. They don't, I don't think they're that thoughtful. And I think it's really about they're they are worried about more worried about relationships and stepping on toes. Although until you you've obviously made it to a certain point where they're not afraid to offend you. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's funny, I don't think I've ever been offended by casting, but I remember I was in between agents when I moved here from New York. Uh gosh, this is probably like two years before I got the office. Right. And I remember <laughs> this assistant called. And she said, hey, I uh, just want to let you know we're passing on you because of your age and your looks. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, did they what? need to say that? And then I was like, is she reading a card? Or is she, does she have a head injury? Does she not realize what she's saying to me? Uh, and I was like, could you repeat that? Because I was like, please repeat that. That is like the craziest sentence I think I've ever heard. We are not hiring you because of your age. And your looks. And your looks. <laughs> She said it again. Exactly. Maybe she thought, oh, Kate's so funny that I'm going to throw a zinger at her. <laughs> and she's going to go, God, that was funny. You are giving this this woman too much, that didn't happen. Yeah, too much credit. Yeah. But you were offended. You were hurt. I was offended. And then the, the minute the, I became famous in the office, I had her fired. I'm just kidding. I know. I actually don't remember what the agency was. Um, right. But yeah. But it's weird because I was waiting tables up and through the first season of The Office in Beverly Hills. So many- Wait a minute. You were waiting tables. I was. I mean, I was. I was like co-starring, guest starring. And you were in your thirties. Yeah. Then I was. And then I was forty when I got the office, and I was still waiting tables because I kept my job that year um, dur- during season one because we didn't know if we were going to get picked up, and you know, whatever. right. But uh, so I just remember like 
I remember after the Aspen Comedy Festival, I I did it in I think it was two thousand three or two thousand four, and then oh no, it was two thousand three. Sorry, and I think um, I just remember having a lot of meetings after that, and then waiting on the people that um, passed on me, <laughs> and then wow. hearing them with other clients. Uh, which was such a trip. Like this one guy was giving this giving this spiel to a potential client, like, "You're the king, and we're just gonna we're just gonna build you a castle." I was like, "What the fuck?" Like it was so oh weird hear, hearing the it from the other side, say. right? Inside of you is brought to you by Neurohacker Qualia Synaletic. I just sent some of this to my mother, and she's starting to notice the differences. Hmm in herself and she, because I noticed my mother was always had brain fog and and she couldn't think clearly and and you know and and I I was like well this stuff works for me and what's great is I didn't even they weren't even a sponsor when I started using this um have you heard of synaletics yet well listen it's a class of ingredients discovered less than 10 years ago and they're being called one of the biggest discoveries of our time for helping to promote healthy aging and helping to enhance your physical prime your life goals in your career and beyond require productivity. But let's be honest, the aging process is not our friend when it comes to endless energy and productivity. That's why I use Qualia Senolytic. As we age, everyone accumulates senescent cells in their body. Senescent cells may cause symptoms of aging, such as aches and discomfort, slow workout recoveries, hello, sluggish mental and physical energy, hello, associated with that middle age feeling, hello. Also known as zombie cells, they are old and worn out and not serving a useful function for our health anymore, but they could be taking up space and nutrients from our healthy cells. Much like pruning the yellowing and dead leaves off a plant, Qualia Senoletic helps remove those worn out senescent cells to allow for the rest of them to thrive in the body. And you just take it two days a month. That's it. The formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and the ingredients are meant to complement one another, factoring in the combined effect of all ingredients together. And they must believe in their product because they have a 100-day money-back guarantee. It's pretty amazing. I felt higher energies. Uh, I feel uh, more focused. Um, younger, I have to say, because a lot of these things make me feel younger. I feel more uh, productivity happening in my life, a little more enthusiastic. Help resist aging at the cellular level. Try Qualia Senoletic. Go to neurohacker.com slash inside for up to $100 off and use code inside at checkout for an additional 15% off. That's neurohacker.com slash inside for an extra 15% off your purchase. Thanks to Neurohacker for sponsoring today's episode. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The products and statements are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Inside of you is brought to you by Neurohacker, Qualia Senoletic. Let me tell you something. If you haven't tried this, you are missing out. I just sent this to my mom. I have it. I use it. It's a product that I didn't, I, they weren't even my sponsor when I was using this. And I was like, wow, why do I have more focus or energy? Why do I feel better? Why do I feel different? It's because I take Qualia Senoletic, Neurohacker. Look, if someone would have told me, Ryan, that there are science-backed ingredients that could help me feel 15 years younger in a matter of months, I wouldn't have believed it. But uh, I tried Qualia Synaletic, and the rest is history. As we age, everyone accumulates senescent cells in their body. Senescent cells may cause symptoms of aging, such as aches and discomfort, slow workout recoveries, sluggish mental and physical energy associated with that middle-aged feeling. 
Also known as zombie cells, they're old and worn out and not serving a useful function for our health anymore, but they could be taking up space and nutrients from our healthy cells, much like pruning the yellowing and dead leaves off a plant. Qualia Senolytic helps remove those worn out senescent cells to allow for the rest of them to thrive in the body. And... You just take it two days a month. The formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and the ingredients are meant to complement one another, factoring in the combined effect of all the ingredients together. And Neurohacker Qualiacinolytic has a 100-day money-back guarantee. Oh, I have, I have more energy. Uh, I feel younger. Uh, I'm more productive. I will tell you that. I'm more productive. And uh, I feel like I have, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more enthusiastic about my life. I definitely feel that. And uh, for me, the aches and pains are less lessened by this. So that is a real important thing for me. Help resist aging at the cellular level, folks. Try Qualia Senolytic. Go to neurohacker.com slash inside. Neurohacker, N-E-U-R-O-H-A-C-K-E-R. Neurohacker.com slash inside for up to $100 off and use code inside at checkout for an additional 15% off. That's neurohacker.com slash inside for an extra 15% off your purchase. Inside of you is brought to you by Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And look, hair thinning impacts a lot of us, myself included. In fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. It's not only common, it's normal. Join over 1 million people who are doing something about it with Nutrafol. Nutrafol helps support hair growth from within by targeting possible key root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and even metabolism. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? As menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many possible root causes at play, and Nutrafol helps address them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In Nutrafol's own clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage after taking Nutrafol men's hair growth supplement for six months, and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In Nutrafol's own clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage after taking Nutrafol men's hair growth supplement for six months. And 86% of women saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Take their hair wellness quiz at Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific possible root causes. With Nutrafol, getting help building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online, no prescription or doctor's visits required, free shipping and automated deliveries ensure you'll never miss a day. You could see results in three to six months. Take the first step to help you see visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code INSIDE. Find out why 4,500 professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L, 
Nutrafol.com, promo code INSIDE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code INSIDE. I have an agent like that who I, I, I love him because he really believes in me. Right. And he really fights for me. But some of the stuff he says is like, it's just like, how do you even believe that? <laughs> like how, like I could, I can't even wrap my head around. It's like, you're the next Will Ferrell. You are Will fucking Ferrell. <laughs> you are funnier. You're more diverse. You're a dramatic actor. And I'm like, going, are you on Coke? What are you on? This guy's brilliant. He's one of my heroes. I don't, I don't want to be, I want to be half as good as Will Ferrell. I want you to look at me and I want you to say you're half as good. And I'm like, that's still really good. Right, 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 right. Because if it's, if a compliment's too high, then uh, there's a, you know, it, it's, we're in Hollywood. It's all, it's all bullshit. <laughs> what do your agents say to you? Uh, are they very honest with you? They're pretty honest with me. You know, I mean, I feel they like, love you though. How do you not love Kate Flanagan? Well, you're, uh, I'm actually my. I actually went to college with my current agent, so I've known him for years. We weren't working together for a while, and I worked with him like God, 25 years ago. And then we were in different cities, and it, uh, I think we both were having like uh, addiction issues in different areas. Me with like you know bad boyfriends. Whatever. Don't get me started. And, uh, <laughs> no, get and started. Answered, no, I start. Great, oh, great. Well, this is a part of why I was still waiting tables because I got myself into trouble sharing credit with an ex boyfriend, and uh, was like, oh. Sharing credit like credit cards. Yeah, and, yeah. Don't do got, it, kids. Don't you, do you, it. You got yourself in debt because he yeah. was spending yes. all this money. And then, I, and then he was like underemployed the entire time, and he's like, "I'll pay you back." But never pay me, you know. Uh, and uh, you know, it's that kind of thing where, like, I literally had to declare bankruptcy. I'm like, we hit the like, I hit the wall because of you, and you know, the whole thing. Well, I would do it for you, like that. I was just negotiated out of all my boundaries. I was an idiot. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I again, it all it takes is like, one, hopefully, all it takes is one of those people in your life to be like, I will never let that happen again. Mm-hmm. So I'm sh- proving to the universe every day that I'm never going to let it happen again by putting on this uniform and waiting on the rich and famous <laughs> <laughs> in between my gigs. That's got to be the worst. It actually wasn't. I actually found it fascinating because, again, it's like it it helped me get less intimidated by the famous. Because obviously, when you're working on set with people, sometimes it's like, holy shit. Have, like you, have you been like that with a roles? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, I remember even on The Office when Timothy Oliphant uh, was um, recurring on our show and I had- Oh, well, yeah. You had a big- I had a big thing with him, a big scene with him. And I was like, big thing with him. That sounds wrong. Whoa, That's wrong. That's hey, wrong. That's not true. I was too- I was like- I was like, just go. You got to just jump, 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 jump. We're just doing this. But I had watched Deadwood and I was like, you know, and he's a really good looking guy, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but you didn't get, you got a little intimidated? Yes. Yeah. Really? I was, Did I was he nervous. know it? Because I bet he was intimidated by you. Well, also, it Here's was a second it was one city of his gal. First, well, and it was also one of his first days on the show. Maybe he was just intimidated being on the show. I don't know if it was me personally, but right. I'm sure he didn't Google me before, but um, which is fine. Uh, I bet he did. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he did. I don't know. Let's ask him. Timothy, come hey! on out. <laughs> Could you imagine I brought Timothy just for that? Thank God I didn't say anything <laughs> just um, for that. more intimidating than what I just said. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, but you know stuff like this. so. Yeah, I mean, everyone's you know, and Kathy Bates was on the show, and I was like, Ooh. Ooh, I know. Do you say something to her? I what know. do you say? You just have. Hey, uh, do you, you get know. starstruck and do you say, "Can I have your autograph"? Do you do no, things you like that? No, 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 no. We're 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 working together, you know. But you also have to find the common ground and like you know, 
and you have to sort of take their temperature. I mean, I really, she had a lot to do because she had, all she did was like monologues at first because she was the, the big boss that would come in. So she had these big speeches. So it wasn't about having like short little clippy conversations with her in between takes. She had a lot in her head. Was she out. nervous? She was, I could tell. She was. Yeah. Yeah. But did she do well? She, she was great. I mean, she's amazing, but this is the thing. She really gives a shit. So that's why she's an, you know, that's why she has an Academy Award. Like she, she takes everything she does super seriously, right. you know? And you're so thinking, go. how is she nervous? I know, Doesn't it like, make you feel yeah. better when you see big stars totally, nervous? Totally. It kind of gives you a little confidence. A little bit, yeah. Like, yeah. hey, it's, that person's a human being. Absolutely. And everybody has their process. And, you know, obviously when you're joining a cast that already exists, it's it's got it's so weird. We had a much more friendly set than most shows. Like I've I've been guest starred some shows where I'm like, no, thank you. Like if I you know, and it's always weird when it's an offer. It's like, I didn't even ask to be here, and this is weird. You know, what am I doing here? Right. Um, <laughs> It's like, thanks for nothing, universe. What the hell? It's like, I was just minding my own business, and now I'm in this shit show. Well, it's because you, you're like the Henry Winkler of women. You are the <laughs> kindest people want to hey. work with you. Well, you know what it I is, love, people. That is the highest compliment. That's it is, because if you know Henry. I do. He is just, He's the greatest. Everybody wants He's to work with him. Greatest. I feel like that's maybe you. That's, well. Do you think people I, just genuinely you know what, want Meredith Kate Flannery on? Meredith was not as on? big as Fonzie. That's, let's but that's clear. not my point. Okay, Kate Flannery okay, is enough. a good time. Fair enough. Yeah, this is She's true. fun to be around. This, She's good at what she true. does. You know how, like, when uh, they say the most friendly person on the set, like, look out, like, back away. Like, I feel like sometimes I want, but I, whatever, I, I, I don't, hopefully I didn't have that reputation, but I was like, Hey, but also I didn't have that many lines most of the time on the office. Cause I got to do so much physical stuff. So I had time to chat. I was like, Hey, what's up? Was you it, know? is it kind of fun when there's not that much pressure yes, on you where you just fantastic. have a line here, a line there. It is That's fantastic. The gift because yeah, if you make peace with it, if you don't, you're in hell. But so I stopped counting lines like right away. I was like, no, no, no. Oh, this is another thing. And then I noticed that sometimes like I'd get, I get my line cut, but I'd still have they, the camera. They'd still keep the shot to me because my face sort of, I'd still get the laugh without even yeah, talking. Right. So I was like, I sort of start, really started to trust that like, no, 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 this is like, there's a, something else going on. You could have a presence without, and, and sometimes kind of like the, like the Steve McQueen thing, like the less you talk, the more powerful you are. Yeah. You less know, is better. it's true. And I hate when long running series, all of a sudden these characters have, uh, they have more lines and they have more exposition. And, and that's like, and then they're not even funny. Right, they're not even right, funny anymore. Right, I'm right. like, I never wanted that. So I was really happy that even though there's a couple episodes where I talked a little more, we never lost that thing of me sort of being in, you know, this like weird little head in the background making a face. You know, I, I love that that was still in the mix because it's very rare. You know, yeah. I mean, Happy Days was like, you know, sort of like, you don't want whatever. There's so many, so many of the characters morphed. I mean, why am I picking on Happy Days? But because, but <laughs> Henry, Henry Winkler, Henry Winkler, but he, you know, he never he morphed as well. But he, but he always had he, that was a different. Like he had a lot of gravitas, and he was, you know, he was the Fonz, you know. He was, know. but but as a person, you know, he still to this day leaves messages. Michael, it's Henry. I want to know how you and your brother are doing. I miss you. I love you. I just oh, wanted to say hello. He's the greatest. That's he'll leave randomly. Oh. The greatest. It's so sweet. He is. Yeah, yeah. He's, he was always like a father figure to me. I'm so happy that he won an Emmy for Barry. And, oh, and I right. just started watching season two, and I think I fingers crossed for the next Emmy for Henry Winkler. Yeah. Not that he needs it because he's the greatest anyway. But he's still, fantastic. He is. Who made you laugh the most on The Office? Who who could you barely keep a straight face? Steve. With? Steve. He, Steve. This is the thing about Steve Carell. He's such a great actor, and he has five choices in his head for how to do something, and you're like what like 
it's hard enough to come up with one or two. And yet, like, he could make it fresh and make this choice. Like, I always talk about, there was an episode called Office Olympics where Michael Scott's getting his condo, so he's out of the office for most of the day. So Jim sets up, like, these silly, like, paperclip games and, like, all this crazy stuff to do around the office. And and we treat it like it's like it's the Olympics. Right. So uh, at the end um, of the day, we literally have closing ceremonies. And Michael comes in. And so he decides to give Michael a gold medal which is made from paper clips and yogurt lids that they just smash so like the like the round top. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, know yeah, what you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Shiny. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And then they put like boxes of, you know, the paper, um, you know, the the whole, you know, what um, you know, bundles of paper at different heights to make it like right. bronze. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, gold yeah. and silver. Yep. So they put they gave Michael the gold medal, so he's on top. And then they played the theme to the office uh, to the to the they played the theme to the Olympics, and all of a sudden during one of the takes, Steve Carell just starts crying because he's moved by the <laughs> music of the Olympics. It's not written it's at not all. Like and I'm like, all. that is so funny because I don't know about you, but like the theme of the Olympics makes me really like as <laughs> yeah. a kid, I remember being so excited. What is it? What is the theme? How's it go? Yep. I mean, it was <laughs> I almost cried just now. He literally started crying. I was like, this is the funniest. Did you laugh? I didn't. I tried not to. I, I don't you don't want to ruin the take. But you, you can keep take. a straight face, can't I can, you? I'm you don't good. break much. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I, Who's funny. broken you, Steve? Oh yeah, yeah. He just because you're like, what the hell? Who, yeah. who do you break? Who can who can you uh, break? Uh I don't um in the cast of the office, huh? I don't know. I mean, I, I I always felt I got props from from Rain, but I don't know if I broke him. Like he he's the kind of guy that like you'd work on something and then he would he'd send you uh, an email that night and go like, hey, that was really funny, or like he, or after the episode air, he wow. goes he goes that was, and I really appreciated that because it just was it just was very thoughtful, you know. You know, it's funny because Rain he's been on the podcast twice now. Hey, and he talked about he go he felt like at one point he was sort of an asshole on the set and like where he was like he's like I wasn't an asshole I wasn't mean to people I was just like in my head and in a bad place and this and that do you remember those times I don't know what you're talking about I'm just kidding. <laughs> you do remember because I he don't said, know what you're talking about. he says people would know I'm sure people wouldn't say I was mean but they would say yeah I remember like you know well yeah I mean he he was easy to make fun of because he was a little bit of a curmudgeon sometimes but but I'll, I gotta be honest with you I've been on many sets like the comparison to, you know, some other major douchebags on sets is-, is You've worked you know, with some douchebags? Well, yeah, I mean, let me tell you, I, I, I've been, or I've heard about, you know, I've, I've definitely heard horror stories. I've not worked with Mark, you know, <clears throat> Charlie Sheen or anybody like that. Right. <clears throat> but, you know, I've heard bad things about Jim Belushi. You know, there's, there's a few people that have like a rep- you know, but you've never really seen it on set where you're like, oh my god, this guy is a diva or this. No, woman. not not too. No, not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, yeah. And not that I can, if I say one thing about this, you're going to guess who it is, and I can't say it. But, but, but it, <laughs> but it's not the office. Um, but <laughs> inside of you is brought to you by Factor. I love Factor meals, Ryan. Do you know this? Yes. Why do you know this? Because I've seen them in your fridge, and you've offered me some. And you've had them. And I've had them. And you love them. I do. Because I asked you every time. Mm -hmm. um, look, I spent an enormous amount of money using delivery services for food or going grocery shopping and never eating the food that I buy or too many leftovers. And it's just, I waste so much money. And 
you know, Factor Meals has really changed my life in a lot of ways because they have so many different meals, like 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. And it takes just two minutes. So it doesn't matter how busy you are. It's two minutes to cook this stuff. You always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. And that's what Factor does. Um, I, I, I just can't get over all the things they have, like filet mignon, shrimp, blackened salmon, um, their breakfast items, everything, dessert. It's it's perfect for my lifestyle. And I think it's perfect for a lot of lifestyles. Um, yeah, you can crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or simply eat well-balanced. Warm, sunnier days are calling, Michael. Well, yes, they are. Fuel up for them with Factor's No Prep, No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. It's pretty incredible. Head to factormeals.com slash inside50 and use code inside50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code inside50 at factormeals.com slash inside50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor Meals. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know how many times I have to talk about this, but it's so important. If you're sitting there right now and you're stressed or you're anxious or you have a lot on your mind and you just bottle it up and you don't know what to do, it's going to come out and it's not going to come out in great ways all the time. Um, BetterHelp has helped me substantially. Ryan here has been using it for a while. And I, you know, don't you notice when you don't use BetterHelp? When you don't have therapy, oh, the weeks where I miss a session, of course, yeah, yeah, it's just it's 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 like the more you talk about something, even if you don't think you have anything to talk about, things come up, and it puts your mind at ease. And we all carry around different stressors, you know, big and small, and at times we keep carrying them around rather than processing them and letting them go. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy from BetterHelp is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's for all of us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. I think people think, oh, what if I don't like my therapist? If you don't, you switch them. It's that easy. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com inside today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash inside yeah it's, but it's, you know it's it's a weird it's not bernie mac no i loved bernie was he great oh, he was the greatest i hear that i hear he that was the mac. greatest he what was do you remember greatest. about working with him uh he was the most generous he used to have this big lunch in his room 
like, you know, you're supposed to go to craft, well, I mean, to, to catering for lunch. And he'd be like, hey, come up in our in my dressing room. He has this huge dressing room. All the kids ate there with their moms. What? He had like different food up there. He was like, I'm doing this. He was so great. He was so grateful to be there. He just made sure everybody was super comfortable. Because there were kids on the show, he wanted to make sure their parents were comfortable. He Are was, you kidding he me? He was awesome. He was awesome. Wow. Yeah. It makes it even more tragic knowing how good of a, great of a guy he is. You know, and it's was. so funny. The episode I got to do for a Bernie Mac, Creed is in that episode. Creed Bratton is in that episode, but he doesn't have any lines. He's like um he's like a um like a he's a background actor, but he had he was like a featured background actor playing a doctor. Right. So you kind of just see like the side of his head or something. <laughs> Isn't that funny that we're both in the same episode? Yeah. And I didn't know him then. So wow. I wasn't we weren't in the same space. So I I you know, I, I didn't get to meet him till till uh, the office, but it's so crazy. But Bernie was the greatest, the yeah. greatest. Just you were, know, were you popular in high school? Uh, in my weird way, yes, because I I was like a theater geek, uh, and I I did have a lot of friends. I also have a, a twin sister. We don't look alike. You're younger by a few minutes. Yes, by three minutes, and so I feel like we, I feel like we got ditched by our uh, friends in eighth grade when we got to high school because they were like on to bigger bigger pastures i was like whatever um but <laughs> but i feel like we kind of knew everybody in a good way like i don't think anybody would so you were you know. were you a class clown were you funny not, like you only, are now only, only with like my theater friends yeah i right. mean not not so much in, i mean sometimes in class but but were you um, a serious actress were you like no. really because i know you teach shakespeare oh i did yeah i did right like before that. the office i i uh, actually i was music director for uh the los angeles drama club See, that, that sounds like it's kind of like like you take oh, things Jesus. seriously. No, like no, you no. It was you. fun. Are you kidding? I just was like, I, a friend of mine, there's this great little theater um, that's owned by the people that own the Magic Castle. It's behind their house. And I've actually performed there a lot with the Lampshades, my comedy act. But um, before that, uh, they started this little, um, one of the sister-in-laws, um, Blair, started this um Los Angeles Drama Club for it was like kids between like eight and twelve doing Shakespeare. So I'm the kid. I'm the one that was like, we're gonna end every show with brush up your Shakespeare. Like I was trying to bring some comedy into it. You <laughs> right, know? right, right. So and I, it was good for me because I hadn't played the piano in a while. So I was like trying to, you know, kind of get my skills without, you know, having to practice. For, I mean, I practiced, but for something very specific. And right. like I literally was playing for the recitals. It was really fun. Now you have five sisters and a brother. Yeah. So I mean, uh, what a shock! I'm a desperate redhead, you know. Were you in the attention. middle? Were you no, right? I, I was the end. You were the end. But I have a twin, so it was like two of us with the end. I kind of feel like my <laughs> sister Susie was more the youngest than me, but in a way, in a way. What What do they all do? Do they Do they veer away from uh, entertainment completely? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm the only one. Nobody. I'm the, no, I'm yeah. So yeah. what do you got? One's a social worker. Yeah, my twin sister's a social worker, so I am the evil twin. Like I'm like like she is literally like the greatest person on planet Earth. And she also takes care of my dad. She took care of my mom before she died. Like, she's amazing. Yeah, she's funny. She's actually funnier than I am. Do, are um, they? Has your family always been really supportive of what you do? Um, my mom was tough about, because I wanted to, to do this as a kid. And she was like, no way. And I'm so grateful that she put the brakes on it. Because every time I work with a kid actor, I'm like, uh-oh. Like, I just don't, some of them are. Difficult. Or just like in, their 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 life trajectory is really um, in a bad spot because some of them don't want to go to college. Some of some of them think they're going to be doing this forever, and you know how weird it is. Yeah. You know, you hit fifteen and people are like, "Good luck." If you're not, you know, whatever. Very rarely do you get to have a whole career. Right. When you start as a kid, very rare. 
I mean, but like growing up when you're doing plays, the whole family coming to see you? Yeah, I mean, not at the same time, just because I, my twin sister and I are five years younger than like my, they had like five kids in a row and then there was five years and my sister was the ac- accident and I was a surprise because my mom didn't know she was having twins. <laughs> just kind of crazy. <laughs> Did they ever, anybody ever say, Kate, you're nearing, Give it up. you're nearing 40. Actually, my dad, the very first time, my dad was always super supportive. And then like, I think when I was 39, he, he literally was like, is there anything else you want to do? And I was like, oh my God, oh, if he's boy. saying this, Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Did that really question that? Like you questioned it? Well, it, it I, I have to tell you. Or after, make you dr- go harder. Yeah. Well, just like I was already in it up to my eyeballs. And I feel like I, it's not like I was going to, I was still, I, I was doing my comedy act every Saturday for like, we did it for like every Saturday for five years. And then we would, we would do it other times during the week too. But that was like our one hour show. And, um, you know, so, and I was, I had like a, a flyer in my waiter pocket, like. <laughs> And damned if you give it to somebody and damned if you don't. Because I'll beat myself up for like, God, you should have. Oh, why didn't you give, uh, you know, uh, Robert Clary, who played LeBeau on Hogan's Heroes, your your card? Why didn't you? I actually, a lot of the character actors ended up coming to the show. Are you serious? I'm not kidding you. Literally, um, the woman that played Fish's wife on uh, Barney Barney Miller. Miller. Uh, I'm forgetting. Abe Vigoda's yeah, wife. Yeah, I forget his wife, and I'm 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 ashamed of myself because I can't be remember ashamed. her name. A- I remember um, uh, Ann Mira and Jerry Stiller came, but I, I had worked out. with them before. Oh, okay. They came. Um, Howard Morris, who was one Ernest T. Bass from the Andy Griffith Show, but also from your show of shows, um, Uncle Goofy from your show of shows. You know how Howie Morris. I mean, he was he was the voice of Adam Ant, Jughead. He oh, was wow. like the greatest. Like he and he showed up. Yeah. Oh, he showed up to a couple of our shows. He came to our Aspen comedy uh, tryout and sat in the front row with his feet on the stage. At, well, at isn't the, that one that you guys won awards for and stuff? Yeah. Like well, the, we we yeah we were we were we were definitely in the mix. I mean, right. uh, you know, we 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 won like LA what a, like pick of the week LA Weekly awards like whatever, variety you know. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like you know. Uh, those yearly paper, you know, the, the LA Weekly had those, right. you know. That but that's cool that they all showed up, man. Yeah, it was How awesome. Nice. It was, let me tell you, it was awesome because I was always more attracted to, I, I loved the character actors that used to come in the restaurant as opposed to like, you know, Ann Miller, you know, she used to come in and like Billy Wilder and Esther Williams, like a lot of old stars. And they would together. never come to your show. Nah, probably not. That's right. all right. Billy Wilder couldn't pick me out of a lineup. I waited on him like three times Billy a week. Billy Wilder. You know who Crazy. Billy Wilder is, right? Director. Big director he, from the from the forties. Uh, did, did he not do Rebel Without a Car? He didn't do Rebel. No, with, no he did, he did some like it hot. Some he like did, it hot. Um, that's it. Uh, um, he, oh my god, he, he did a million things. He did Sunset Boulevard. Oh, Huge. Sunset Boulevard is one of my favorites. Last weekend, yeah. I mean, he's he was the guy. Yeah, yeah he was, he was the guy. Yeah. What was the, the apartment? Fir- one yes, of my favorites. The, the apartment. apartment. What yeah. was what was the one thing where you go a project you did where you were like, I'm good, I'm good, I can do this. You know what I. I was doing this, uh, I was at, well, um, I was in Chicago. I got hired by Second City. I'd studied there. I got hired by them. And that's like the first, like, where you feel like, holy shit, because there's a lot of people that were auditioning over and over again and didn't get it. So I I got in the touring company. um, And when I was there, Stephen Colbert was in the touring company and not that we weren't in the same touring company, but we knew each other. Like there was, there was like three Was he great then? Amazing. Always the best. Always the best. But I remember John Favreau was a host there, and I was working with John in another theater at the Annoyance and an Improv Olympic. But he could not get hired at Second City as an actor; he was just a host, which is it's nuts, you know. It's so you feel like you get this thing, and it, it's like this, this, um, 
you know, it's a validation. Right. Uh, and then um, we were doing the show at the Annoyance Theater called The Real Life Brady Bunch with right. Jane Lynch. And then um, and it was uh, Jill Soloway at the time, who's now Joey Soloway. Um, it was uh, their idea. And then to do these episodes of the Brady Bunch on stage, and it was like this huge hit. So wait a minute, you said you actually did episodes? Yes, like, reenacted like, yeah, episodes. That was the joke, and it was with the music. And did uh, you do the one where she gets hit in the football? Yeah, you with better her, believe with her nose? it. Oh my nose! Yeah, we yeah. did that. Yeah, and I was I was Jane's understudy for Carol Brady, but then I took over as Alice, um, the maid, for a while. And I, when I first started, I was doing like all the non-Brady was. So it was uh, so like there was a line down the block. Like you, when you got last for that, you were like you knew, and it was were, packed house all the time. Every time, and then it went off broad. The show went off Broadway so I went with it for some of that and then it came out here to the Westwood Playhouse do you get paid pretty well for those shows uh not in Chicago we didn't but but we did I actually went when when it went to New York we got paid really well Dave Koechner um well first Andy Richter was Mr. Brady the first one in New York um but he would do some episodes in in uh Chicago as well and then Dave Koechner took over for him uh in New York for a while but um Anna Gastar was in the tour with me Rachel Dratch did it in New York like there's a lot of like a lot of people in it but what is I mean when you say you got get paid well it's still not like it's not tv money it's not tv money but it's it's enough theater money yeah good theater money yeah 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 yeah, and you enjoyed it a lot it was a what what friends did you meet that you are to this day really close everybody everybody i just mentioned jane lynch and and um um Oh, I, I I just saw Rachel Dratch a little while ago. Um, Dave Keckner, um, Andy Richter, um, Melanie Hutzel. Um, oh my gosh, there were other Ralph Garman. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the more. Uh, yeah. But that's cool. Yeah, that's it was cool. awesome. It yeah, was great. great. Yeah, and the tour was like I actually ended up touring it with for a year. We played the Kennedy Center for seven weeks, which was nuts. Good I just kept thinking God. they're going to kick us out. <laughs> How many people fit in the Kennedy Center? Uh, the room we were in was. Uh, 500 we were in the, the maybe it was 600 yeah we were in the do you get nervous to this day when you're performing in front of people whether it's live or whether it's it depends what or, it is it depends what it is what what does it make you nervous what can you just do and you don't get nervous and you just it's easy well when jane lynch and i perform together we've been doing uh a live concert a comedy concert together i don't know what you call it anti-cabaret act we've been doing it for like almost seven years now Wow, and there's some like if we change things or if something's up, like every once in a while, I get a little bit nervous for part of it, but not, but not really. I'm not nervous, you know. You it's, can just wing it if you mess up or Absolutely. something, and, and you mess and, up, right? Yeah, and the the ball never gets dropped. I mean, we're we're perfectly imperfect. It's you know, I mean, Jane is she's amazing, she's incredible. Do you ever I, lose your great. shit where you can't stop laughing? Uh, not not usually, not but every much. once in a while I will laugh. I mean, not that things don't I that I'm not enjoying myself, but right, you know, um. <laughs> but uh everyone's like you know one time i was we were super tired and i i, I called her joan instead of jane which is my mom she was like what and i, I, I that's your mom's name yeah and then I, name. I yeah and then i said something i was like i was like we're not in high school anymore this isn't 1996 i was like i don't know what i don't know what that oh no i said jane it's 1996 it's 2006 she's like no it's not like, <laughs> I, just, I just made stupid stupid whatever it doesn't make it it doesn't translate but we've had some we had some we have some good times but what you know? makes you nervous um i think uh when something's new like um, a new show yeah a new some, right. yeah yeah new material sometimes um or sometimes when i have to sing where it's just something that's pretty and i i don't have the comedy uh to net to fall back you, on right. yeah 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 you can't yeah that's something, huh? When you when you have to be serious for yeah, a minute, is yeah. it hard for you to be serious? Is it hard for you to be in a moment? 
it's getting easier as I'm getting older, but I feel like I was so resistant for years. Because I also feel like I didn't really start singing as myself until I started singing with Jane, uh, which is kind of crazy. But because I, I when I did the lampshades, I was I was like, I sing, but I I, I wear a wig. <laughs> like I'm I'm playing a character, right, you know. Right, right. I'm making fun of singers. So it's yeah, I think there's um and we did this Christmas album that did really well. So I feel like there's so I have something to like to compare what I'm doing. You know, I mean, it's like there's a, a place to start. And also you don't really stray from from what we created that people want to that are kind of coming to hear that. Yeah. Know, which is good. I can relate to that. I mean, I've always thought every situation I try to make a joke of it or make make right, a laugh. Right, make, right. I, I, cause, maybe because I'm afraid of intimacy. Exactly. Or I'm afraid of being too serious or it's like so people true. know me as the funny guy i've got to be funny exactly i'm gonna let them down At, that's how i felt and i'm telling you we used to do a couple really beautiful songs in the show and i remember the first two years our music director tony tony Guerrero was like would you like please because i would make a smart ass comment at the end of a beautiful song and like literally we would do this beautiful song and just as people were starting to clap i go great song to get high to huh like something stupid like that like and he's like, what are you doing? And then we get like a little laugh. He's like, what are you doing? You're like kind of shitting it's, on this moment. You're shitting on this moment. It's because of insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's not enough because it's me. That's I know. What is God. that? Why do we have that? I'm like 50 now and I still have that sort of empty pocket Dude. that I fall back on that little kid who is insecure, who wasn't good enough. But I still, even though I know I'm aware of it, it still happens. It's hard. And I also feel like it's tough when you see somebody who I, I'm sure you've you've had friends who have come up through the ranks who like suddenly have notoriety and start yeah. oh, and they start yeah. taking themselves way too seriously. Oh, and you're like, yeah. what? I don't want to be that. I don't even want to get close to that. Yeah, I hate that. Or I would have done things differently. Like I would have brought me along. Well, there you go. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. How many of those friends you go right. like? Why do you bring me along for that? I mean, right? why, yeah. why don't you know, give me that role? Why don't yeah. you give you what's, yeah. what? Well, that's that was my. Whole I hate to be that guy. No, but no, there's no. There's sometimes no. where I'm like, "Come on, throw I me know, a fucking ball, dude." Dude, that's why I came up with the lampshades with my with my comedy partner Scott because I was like, "The phone is not ringing. Like, I gotta come up with something. Like, I gotta get my own thing." Apparently, so right. and, you know, I mean, there's a gift in it if you look at it like that. Like, you get off your ass, you actually can create your own shit. Yeah, but yeah. There's like sometimes I don't underlying thing is like, well. It would have been nice to get a phone call. You know, really? They I know. Had, you know. And, I, and I hate to be that, you know, that person that's just like, oh, you know, just do it for yourself. Go get your own success. Beat them with success. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, it's just all of a sudden you're doing this and it's like, yeah, do I that, suck that bad? No, no. And then, you know, it's funny because it's <laughs> funny. I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks lately. I know this is so crazy, but I was just listening to, the, uh, talking of Happy Days, I was listening to Gary Marshall's book and Penny Marshall's book. Wow. Um, and it's so funny because they came from the Bronx and they literally for, um, when when Gary was working on, um, first on The Odd Couple, he created this this little like tutorial so that their his friends could come and pro help produce the show. He had like a manual for them because he knew they were smart and they just didn't do it before. And and so that's why he brought his friends along on Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley to produce. That's and write. what I would do. But dude, he literally paved the way. I'm like, so few people do that. And if you it's know such, somebody's it's talented, it's a shame. Yeah, and there's also the trust factor. You know, you can trust this person. Maybe my friends just don't fucking trust me. That's all I can. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. Look, look. I understand if there's a there's a there's a movie and there's four actors in it. Sure. And you want to, and you know, I'm not exactly. Yeah, what and you're you got to have a bit, and you want to draw. But if there's yeah. forty actors in a fucking movie, totally, 
Totally. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. So it is it does it, it is a little disconcerting <laughs> to say the right. least. And, and you, I I see it on both sides. It's certainly something that I've learned to accept through the years, but it is a little bit like a, you know, it's a kick in the balls sometimes. Sometimes. I feel like it's Polly and um from Rocky, Polly and what's her name? Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> what do you Where mean? She's like, he's like, you know, what do I owe you, Polly? I do your laundry. <laughs> I do this. What do I owe you? You bet. Remember that scene? Of course. But like, you know, he's like, you know, maybe it's like, you know, what do I owe you? I don't owe you anything. I don't know. Maybe I. I no. And the thing is like, it, really, I mean, we're, it's nice when you can bring somebody along, but. Yeah. But. I always try to do that. That's just me. Yeah. Whenever I'm on a project, if there's some, like I'll bring my friend up for five lines. I'll bring, you know, if I was the lead, when I was the lead on a show. Yeah. I'll that's bring my really other, my, nice. I got my other friend producer session and he got the part. Um, <sighs> I got my friend's song in a Smallville episode. I got. That's awesome. You know, uh, I can, my movie, I put so many of my friends in right. it. Even I, if they had very little to do, right. I wanted you to know that I loved totally, you and totally. I'm putting you in here. And actually, the the one person that I really fought for on The Office to get a part was my comedy partner from The Lampshade, Scott Robinson. He became the, he was the bartender at Poor Richard's for the second last episode. It I, it took me all those years to, to the second last episode, yeah. but I was so happy it worked, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, and I, I felt bad it wasn't a bigger part, but still, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I'm totally... Yeah, yeah, I totally get you. Do I, I totally sound like, what's the word? Do I sound like bitter when I talk about that? A little? Ryan's like, I sound bitter. Well, My microphone's on the floor, but yes. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, well, it's... But I'm not saying that I just I always feel that way, but I'm just feeling like no, sometimes... No, but, but I think you're honest, and I think it's... I And I, I don't think you live in that neighborhood. I don't think you, you're bitter all the time. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just like, saying, I noticed in the past, where I'm like, yes. huh. It's like, wow, that would have been... You nice. know what bothers yeah. me? Or would have been easy. When other friends validate what I've been thinking and I don't say anything and they go, I don't know why you're not in that role. Yeah. Or yeah. I don't know why you're, you're yeah. not getting a call. Yeah. It's funny. I, I actually, know. That's so funny. Yeah. Who's also a mutual close friend of that other person. Right. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know. Talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. Talk it's to funny. her. It's Talk. funny. Yeah. I remember seeing a movie uh, a few years ago that I, I had read for a part that that and then they ended up changing the part so it or the part didn't exist anymore but anyway it still would have been nice to do another part and i remember see i i saw jane at the movie she was not in the movie either and she goes well that was a great movie how come we weren't in this and i was like wow if she's saying this i know because we, we knew a few of the people involved. i was it's like life. You, she's you, saying you, that yeah you get your feelings hurt that's yeah, just that's yeah, just yeah. life it's just like i think it's because Hey, I've done this long enough. I've proven, haven't I proven myself? Right, right. And then I'm like, okay, I guess you right. don't see that. That's okay. Right. That's okay. I know. You I know, know, what are you going to do? You got to let it go and go, hey, I'm going to beat him with success. Yeah. Or I'm yeah. just going to have my own success. Great for them. I love you. I want you to be happy. R- right. And clearly, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be doing something else. You know, what, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I, I yeah, feel like, yeah. you know, it's, uh, again, it's like, um, we have to, I, I feel like, my the biggest job I have as an actor to watch my expectations all the time, <laughs> because otherwise I'll I'd be in hell. Yeah, you know it's a it's a big job. It is. It is. I mean, I think you know that's when I I'm less and less encouraging the young talent, but because I always bring that up, I'm like, you got to be careful because if you're you have to be persistent, but you have to be pleasantly persistent because if you're angry persistent, nobody wants, nobody to, wants do to work with you. I always feel like I just want to be the most fun to work with. You're totally. going to love me. The crew's going to love me. It's right? going to be a great time. I'll right. fit in just nicely. I know. It's, it's, I know. That's so true. It's so yeah. true. I, I, I always, that's what I don't like about guest starring is that it's hard. It's, sometimes you're just there for a day or two and it's, it's harder. It's hard to know, to get to know the crew. 
So you're like, yeah, like hard. I don't that's remember anybody's name. Guest stars have the hardest role. Yes. You're coming into a family that's yes. everybody's done, and you're starting, and everybody, all eyes are on you. Yeah, that's not fun. I know. And then I feel like people are fans of The Office, and I'm like, hey, you know what? And then they feel whatever. I just like, I'd love to to. I wish we had a little more time. Yeah, a little more yeah. time to yeah. hang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Uh, for sure. You don't seem like the kind of person that would ever have an addiction problem with, uh, you know, like alcohol or drugs or anything like that. You just don't seem like you ever would. Uh, I played a drunk for nine seasons, Michael. You did play yes, one yeah. on The Office. Yeah, but it came pretty. Well. You know what? I did you I, ever have drinking problems? No. Well, you know, I always did, I dated guys with drinking problems. You know, I you, I've, had, I've had a lot of. Are you a yeah, fixer? I, I used to be. I not anymore. Right. I, I I gave up. But yeah, I mean, obviously, my dad owned a bar. There's been a lot of alcoholism in my family for <laughs> well, years. Well, Flannery for. Flannery Savern, darling, in, in Philadelphia. <laughs> if you can't type stereotype, here we are. Uh, it's so true. So true. My dad's bar was like an old man bar. It was uh, it's so funny. I was just talking to my sister the other day about um, my dad had all these guys that lived above the bar. And um, if they couldn't make rent, he'd let them work it off. He was like the friend of the forgotten man. Wow. Because he got sober in the 60s, like sort of, sort of. He, just, he didn't go to AA, but he he figured out because um, he was drinking too much and he saw Days of Wine and Roses, that Jack Lemmon movie, and it scared the shit out of him. And that's kind of what got him sober. Um, but I just, you know, so he wanted to help these guys. Not any, he, he didn't try to get them sober. He just wanted to make sure that they, you know, didn't die in the street. Right. That was kind of thing. Some guy broke into my dad's station wagon and fell asleep. My dad found him and gave him a job and a place to live for the next 35 years. Polish guy. Are you kidding I me? I shit you not. My dad is a fucking character. And this what one guy, a guy. He's a good guy. He really is. And he's you're taking sweet. care of him right now, right? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, my sister okay. Susie's taking care of him. I'm back you and help forth. Here and I'm, there. Yeah, I'm back and forth. I try to get there. I try to get there at least once a month. Um, That's he's a 90, lot. Yeah, he's 98. Jeez. I know. He's amazing. He's amazing. Still has all his marbles, so, um, which is important. But I just remember, like, there was a guy that worked for my dad after, you know, he had some bad luck and he was, I think he was a carpenter and so he was working around the bar and he had, he got cancer of the tongue. They used to call him Joe Tickets because he always had raffle tickets. Everybody had a nickname. Joey Tickets. Yeah. Right. And then he became, well, I called him Tongueless Joe because they had to remove part of his tongue and he used to answer the phone. How you doing, Flannery? Tongueless Joe, it's Kate. Hey, right? Did you really call him Tongueless Joe? Not to his face. Not to his face. Just behind his back. Like like a good Catholic girl, I waited behind his back. But I remember being in the car. (laughs) We were driving down. We were driving to the shore, and it was like an hour and a half drive, and uh, Joe's in the passenger seat. My dad's driving, and I'm in the back. And Joe says, and my dad goes, he wants to know if you fish. (laughs) My dad could understand everything. And I said, um, uh, no, I, I don't, uh, not really. My dad goes, she says she doesn't fish. <laughs> like, like, he's earless Joe. like he's earless Joe. Like he's yeah. earless Joe. All right. This is called shit talking with Kate Flannery. These are my patrons, the lovable patrons who give back to the podcast. Uh, Patreon.com slash inside of you. Thank you for all the love and support, guys, and supporting the podcast. These are rapid fire if you want. Yes. Uh, Leanne, any fun behind the scenes memories from Dancing with the Stars, which we didn't really talk about? Or, um, you know, that, that was, had to be nerve wracking. It was, I was going to say, that was not fun backstage. It was, it was, it was like, it was like going in front of a firing squad every week. That's how it felt. It was nuts. Was it exciting? It was exciting. And it was, uh, some weeks were like triumphant because I was like, oh my God. Because I got, I did get the highest score a couple weeks, which yeah. is nuts because I you was- You lasted like, five rounds. Yeah. And I was the oldest um, person for most of the show. 
Wow. Which is nuts, you know. Yeah. And then I got most of the tour. You're not old. I got fifty. Well, I I at at I was fifty five. That's pretty old. All the other women were in their twenties, except for um, Mary Wilson, and she got uh, uh she got cut the first week. So it was yeah, and <laughs> it was nuts. And then I did. I got fifty four of the eighty shows on tour, and we got cut short um, a little of bit. Pandemic. Yeah, but I did forty five of the shows, so wow. I only missed ten shows, which is. Not, it's nuts. I mean, were so, you? Did you feel like you were in the best shape of your life when you were doing yes, that? Yes, absolutely. Was it? Was absolutely. it? Were there times where you were with your dance partner? Was his name Posh? Posh, Pasha. Yeah. Were, were, were there times where you just felt like I can't do this? Yeah, I, I can't. It, I, I'm gonna. Quit. Yeah, I literally was like, my body does not like. I I didn't. I wasn't gonna quit, but I was like, we got to figure something out because I'm not getting that step. Like we, I would love to. And and again, like I wish. I wish I'd had six months training to get, cause I, I was so out of shape when we started, oh, I was not God, doing cardio and I'd put on a little weight. I was like, Holy crap. It was, you know, it's like, it's I literally scary. say it is. And I literally say I did that show cause I'm too cheap to join a gym. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want to be on naked afraid, but they weren't interested. So, so stupid. <laughs> naked uh, and afraid. So stupid. Um, but I actually, it's, but it was, it was, a, it was an interesting challenge and it almost becomes almost like a, like a religious practice where you just have to like, it's the only thing you can focus on. There's not, there's like nothing else on the menu. You just have to work on that because otherwise y- y- it will never work. It's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. I can't imagine doing that. I can't imagine it was, doing it. Was it. Nuts. it was, it was, it was a really interesting experiment. I mean, it's the weirdest show. Do you whisper things in your ears while you're dancing? Like, okay, ready? Here we go. We're Sometimes. Yeah. Like yeah. Or, to, or, he'll, or, he'll do, or he'll do the four, four, five. Like he'll do he'll like count. Four, five. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Yeah, and he just does it with things. his mouth closed. Yeah. Yeah. Four, yeah. 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 Some people are counting really loud, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that look. Uh, yeah, Lamar Odom's uh, uh, dance partner was screaming like the like two, three, like bye. <laughs> How long did he last? Uh, I think two, uh, three, maybe two or three. Two or three. Two or three. Yeah. Because people just two? wanted to see yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. But did you feel like you were like, hey, I'm holding my own here? I did. I did. I did. And I had another weird. I don't even know if we should talk about this, but my season, Sean Spicer was on and literally um, the former president was tweeting for people to uh, vote for Sean. So that's why he, I, I should have been on for at least in one more episode, but Sean, Oof. yeah. So son of a B. Isn't that weird? It is. That, that administration literally was affecting weird. my time. It was very strange. Well, just very think, strange. you know, I was just watching the, uh, uh, the eyes of Tammy Faye. Did you oh, see yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Of course. I remember how they talk about, how Reagan would call Jim Baker and say, hey, you know, can you speak on behalf of me and right. everybody to vote for Reagan? Oh. So he had millions and millions oh. of people in his congregation or supporting his sure. church and, you know, for Reagan. Wow. So, you know, that's, you get yeah. somebody like the president going, hey, vote for Sean Spicer. You're kind of Tweeting fucked. it. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. it's nuts. It's Emily nuts. asks, favorite episode of The Office to film ever? Uh, I'm going to say um, Moroccan Christmas because that's the only time Steve and I actually had a full scene that we got to improvise. Usually everything was really written and you'd improvise within your lines once in a while. But that I think they were going to put a voiceover of the whole thing and they end up keeping some of the, the you know, some of the ADR. But yeah, that whole uh, chase scene when Meredith gets dragged into rehab by Michael Scott. That was that was such a blast. Such a blast. Loved it. So fun. Steve's the best. Um this is one we were sort of talking about. Meg K, one of my favorite Meredith moments was in season seven episode titled The Sting. You were hilarious <laughs> yes. as Meredith Van Helsing trying to seduce Timothy Oliphant's character. <laughs> Danny, uh, Dan, his Danny character Cordray. Danny. Right. Yes. Are there any behind the scenes stories from the episode that you remember? And uh, did you like working with him? 
Uh, I did like. I was. In, I was definitely nervous though because right, he's that, a very yeah. intimidating. I mean, he's a beautiful. He's a beautiful. He's so a beautiful man. I did my first man. movie with him. Oh, you yeah. did. Mm-hmm. So funny. Um, and like I said, I I had been watching Deadwood, so I was like, you know, uh, um, uh, but yeah, I just remember. Um, I there was a point where I was like touching his. Ear. I was like, oh dear God! Like I was. <laughs> I wish I was a little less nervous because I think I would have touched him more. But maybe it's better I didn't. <laughs> I don't know. I like touching people. Like you know, sometimes it makes them uncomfortable. In yeah, a, I was in touching a fun his way. ear a lot. I was that like, didn't sound I, right. But... No, no, no. I know it's just weird. I was like trying to wet my finger and put it in his ear. whatever. You know, that's horrible. <laughs> But <laughs> things that you should never do to anybody now that now that we have a pandemic. You'll get this. I don't get this. Hannah H. I would truly like to know if you support any rabies nonprofit organizations. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? I I was just wearing my um, um, Meredith Palmer celebrity rabies. Uh, whatever, Michael Scott. Uh, I I never know. How, I really should practice that that T-shirt that Michael Scott had made for the uh, fun run. Uh, for rabies awareness, um, I I don't, but I will. I will. I'm going to Hannah. Don't worry. I'll, I'm on it. I'm on it. If you have one, a, ch- a rabies charity, please let me know. I'll I'll, I'll get on um, that. When you won a SAG award as a cast, yes, two SAG awards. Yes. Do they give you separate awards so you can put them on your mantle? Yes, they do. They do. It's not and they one each that weigh, you share. No, they they weigh like eighty pounds. They're nuts. It's nuts. Like, and then you're carrying it around in with your long dress. It's a, it's a, it's a bitch. Winning's a bitch. Winning is just so hard. (laughs) Now, they've talked about, you know, you've heard about this stuff, like reboots, because they reboot a lot of things. Do you think The Office will be rebooted? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I think that- Is it up to Steve Carell, you think? It is up to Steve, but, and and, yes, and Greg Daniels, but I think that there's, we have two big obstacles. One is that we're so beloved, and there's a feeling that things wrapped up so perfectly that it's like there's a sacredness to it. And another, the world has become- more PC than ever, and Michael Scott. A lot of what he's said may not fly. Right. So I, that's what I would be worried about. You know. What's next? What are you doing now? Because you're doing you're you're doing so much. What's going on? Uh, wow. Well, uh, I I I just finished a movie. Um, that I my stuff was shot in Alaska. Um, it's you went I'm, to Alaska. I did. How I was shot, that? It was insane. I was we were shooting in this very fancy um log cabin. Uh, but it was cold and it was crazy. And it was like, it was a, we had to shoot. I had to be so prepared. We did so many scenes a day because of the weather. You have to be, we had to be a lot like, of dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was fun though, but it was, it was like, it was intense. And Matt Walsh is in the movie too. It's called the bolt from the blue. It hasn't come out. It's, I'm not, I'm not sure what's happening. And I just had a movie that, um, is, um, was just at South by Southwest called the prank with, um, Rita Moreno. Um, wow! Yeah, How's so, it working with her? Uh, you know what? We we were not in in scenes together, but I did. A, did you, you meet her? I did. She's the greatest and funny. I, it's funny because I just saw her last week at um, Lily Tomlin's handprint ceremony at at the. Chinese Are you Theater. friends with Lily Tomlin? I you know I did a play that she produced. She and Jane produced right before I got the office. Wow! Yeah. So um, and she was very supportive of um the lampshade. She had us perform at the uh, at the the. the you know, the big closing night party. It was have a, you had good conversations with Lily Tomlin? I have. I have. You, She's the greatest. She's the greatest. Did she ever talk about her incident with, uh, what's his name on the set? David. Uh, oh, 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 David O. Russell. David I used to o. wait Russell. on David O. Russell. Was he nice? He was always nice to me, which is interesting because usually people that blow up will blow up at waiters. But uh, I, we also had a mutual friend, so maybe he was nicer to me at the restaurant. But that scene me. is incredible, isn't I, it? That moment I heart where Huckabees? he just—oh my I gosh! I heart Huckabees. If you Ooh. haven't seen it, if you go online, 
Tomlin kind of lashes out at him and he lashes back at her and he goes pretty overboard. Oh, yeah. But of course, you never brought that up. No. Why would you ever bring that up? No. I would have brought that up. No. Oh, it's funny because they listed it. She has so many movies in Ben Megowitz. I'm actually friends with Ben Megowitz from TCM. He introduced Jane Fonda, who then introduced Lily for the thing. And he mentioned I Heart Huckabees. And I was like, oh, what are you bringing up that movie for? <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, what do you what else do you want to do? I mean, you're still very young. You have a long <laughs> life ahead of you. Um, what is it you want? I want to be the character. I, You know what? I really want to be. Um, I did an episode of Magnum P.I. this past year. Oh, yeah. I really How was loved that? It. I, it was a blast. It was a blast. Where does that film? Uh, uh, the big uh, uh, Waikiki, you know. Oh, what a treat. You know, it was amazing. It was yeah. amazing. And the best cast ever. They literally took me out to dinner twice. When has it ever happened to you? A never, guest star on a never. show and they take you out to dinner. I mean, they're awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, you want to go back? I do want to go back, but I like, be, I like the idea of being the character person on a one hour. I love, um, there's a few people that do it really well. And I feel like it's, it's a, it's an interesting place to be because you, you get to be yeah. funny, but it's not, you don't, there's not like pressure. It's just, I don't know. It's, Would it's, you do a drama? Yeah. That's what I mean. Like a, or like a, a drama, like a, procedural, a character. Procedural or a drama. Yeah. But you don't want a, the heavy load. You don't want like tons and tons yeah, of lines every week. I don't need to be that either. I don't, need to be, I don't no. mind be, if being the Less fifth lead, more. come in, do a couple right? scenes a week, right. go have your life. Yes. Let me be. Yes. Wouldn't and, that be the dream? Yeah. And, and and if somebody else has something to prove, it's all yours. It's all yeah. yours. Prove yourself. Go ahead. Go for it. Uh, this has been a really treat, a big treat. Did you have fun? It's, it's been a real treat, a treat for me too. That's, did you hear me stumble? You did. And I, uh, yeah. You know what they say. What do they say? If you stumble, then you're lying. I'm just kidding. Was I long? I didn't I have fun. Know. I don't know. I feel bad. Did the, uh, this, I feel like this flew by. I didn't ask that you. That means it's good. I didn't ask you anything, dude. Well, why are you supposed so to ask selfish. me? It's my podcast. I don't, because I want to ask know. me a question. Well, what do you want to do next? I want to dance. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want, you know, I, uh, I'm I can make some calls for you. The, you want, the, the, you really want to dance? Okay, I can, yeah, I can well, work it out for you. I, I honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you got the wrong person. I think person. that in the beginning we were talking, I don't know if it, we were recording. Oh, oh yeah. The, the purpose. Right. Oh yeah. Purpose. Yeah. I don't know if we were having a purpose. We were, you know, yeah. Having a purpose. Yeah, yeah. I think that I'm working on that. Do, um, do you, have you, have you felt like you've had a purpose in the past? No, I, I don't, I'm not sure, but I, I feel like I'm not, you know, a lot of people from the podcast have said, you know, Hey, this podcast really helps me and affects my life. And yes. Blah, blah, Cause you blah. ask good questions. Well, I don't even know, but it's like enough people have said this, that I really feel like, okay, this, I, that should be purpose. That should be some purpose there, helping other people. Of course, you know, yeah. helping others. So I'm still, you know, I'm still working on myself. I'm still working on you know, what I think is going to make me ultimately happy. That's a, kind of a funny word, happy. Of course, you of know, course. it's like you know, who's really happy? And I always think, well, happy people, I guess. Right, but you you want to be you want to be content. You want to be successful. You want to you know you want a peace of mind. Yeah, and also some 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 room for for joy like you i want to say i'm doing this and i'm really happy about this yeah i'm proud of this yeah. and this is what i want to do totally, totally. I, it's been a while since i've been like i this i'm so excited this is like, music kind of makes me feel that absolutely way. No, i like I, music i totally get I'm that i'm never gonna be a rock star These right. are, i'm never gonna sell a million right. records but i do love playing music i have to say the same thing like when jane and i get to sing together it's like one of the great joys of my life and i know we're yeah. going to be doing our christmas tour this year how many albums s- have you done together just one just one um, the christmas album the christmas album but we we're we just booked three uh three dates at joe's pub at the public theater in in december we're going to be doing and then um i know we're playing like chicago and like we're, we're, we'll be doing another full tour i'm sure for christmas but it's you know it's it's joyful like it's it's it is. There, and there's this thing that like i 
and I feel like it's it's um it's so it's so much of the unconscious. It, it, music is like it's so unconscious, which is what I like because I feel like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sometimes I'm too conscious and that's exhausting. Yeah, you know I'm like Ugh, like thinking about this and not like am I doing this right? Am I you know who's you know what what should I be doing? Am I doing the most with what I've got? Like are we make making the best of this time? Because I feel like especially in the last couple of years, like I don't know how much longer we have on this planet. It's a weird time. It really and there's a is. lot of people that are like jumping. It's weird. It's weird. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like um. My, like my parents, how you know when you're in the '80s, they're you're talking about how bad the '80s are, and the music was really '70s and '60s. Sure, you know, and sure. I and I think that I'm like, no, the '80s were the best time. <laughs> right? they, no, they really were. Though. I know that's so. They funny. were just so much fun and individuality, and were, right. the, the music was so diverse, and right. it was just that's like so funny. I and I really I won't backtrack on that. I won't go back going because eh, I really feel like it's yeah. far better than the music now. I, I There's think some you're right. great performers. I agree. But I with feel you. like that whole essence of the 80s yes. was just a pleasant time. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the parents will go, you don't remember Reaganomics and right, you don't remember right. the Iran Contra and you don't remember sure. all these and the AIDS and the. Right. You know, all but the- we were young then. And, and yeah. so our conscious, I mean, what we were really aware of, you know, I mean, I don't know. But I, there I, was connection. Yes. There was connection. You, you, yes. you had to. You know, you say, "Hey, I'll meet you at the theater at seven and hope that they're there." Right? You didn't. You could. You didn't make. Uh, you didn't text or change or, or double check. You just there was intuition. We actually used our intuition to find each other at the airport. Like, yeah, how did that happen? Right? Exactly. We, just, we like, figured it out. We did. Yes. And now it's like t- the TikTok and the you're on there for hours and it's like you know you could be doing so many other things. Yeah. And I do it. I do I'm too. I'm TikTok. like micromanaging I'm these things that don't amount to shit. I yeah. just wish there'd be more connection. I just wish that yeah. you know it wouldn't be all about uh, you know the internet and what funny videos people are showing. I wish they, I don't want more connection. Maybe that's more you know I'll have more purpose. Right. The more connection we have. Right. Let's just destroy the internet. Is that Let's what you're saying? Let's destroy just, the internet. Just blow, yeah. Blow that sucker. Maybe off. that's what Elon Musk is going to do because he bought Twitter. Uh, something's going to happen. I don't know. It ain't going to be pretty. Uh, cause he ain't that pretty. Uh, you know, it's funny. I was thinking as a kid, um, we were talking about TV shows. I remember feeling like I, after like shows like MASH and Mary Tyler Moore, I wanted to be on a comedy that had a great finale. And I feel so lucky that I got on a show that had a great finale, yeah. like a, like a long run shit like that. And that's so rare because I feel like I feel like there's so many comedies are kind of dramedies now yeah. uh, or they're just not that funny. Even or Game of Thrones had a bad ending. Yeah, right? Yeah. So I don't know. So I feel like everything else, like when I'm really in gratitude and like when I'm I'm not comparing myself to somebody that's like, how come I don't have that? You know, how come yeah. they didn't call me for that? Um, uh, you know, which is like, you know, keep your eyes on your own paper. That's like a good thing to do. Yeah. Just don't go there because it's a slippery slope once you start doing it. It, mm-hmm. it, it snowballs into some hey wait yeah. a minute um but i also think just like looking back and thinking okay what did i do that really what what how did i really make my dreams come true and i've done that a few times yeah so you know i feel like that too i feel you know, like i mean there's that, and that's i always per- say haven't i done enough well <laughs> haven't i done enough isn't it when, when is it enough when I is know. it you're like hey you, you made people laugh. You entertained people. You were on a show. You did this. You're a good. I know. You're a it's, good brother. You're a good grandson. You're good. Well, can't you just be content? Can't isn't that enough? Right. What else do you need? Yeah. But I know. some reason I feel compelled to need more. Well, maybe there's another chapter waiting for you that you got to get your ass off and get off your ass. I can't talk. I think you I know. need to fall in love. Oh uh, well, there you go. 
Does love change the game? It does. You know, I met my boyfriend in the office. He was a still photographer uh, at NBC and wow. he would come on the set sometimes. So I feel like I was like, I was playing like, you know, I did not get a great wardrobe or a lot of makeup on the office. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> First season, I was like, I'm never going to get laid working on the show. And then I ended up meeting like my boyfriend. I'm mean, like, it's crazy. I'm never going to get laid. I literally, I mean, it's funny. Show. Yeah. A couple of people like from the f- f- season one remember that. They're like, I remember you said that. I was like, I meant it. Oh, oh my god! I'm never gonna know. get laid working on this show. That's how I felt when I was on Smallville. I'm bald. I'm like, <laughs> right, you know, right. no good girl. Only goth chicks are gonna right. like me. Oh my god! You know? Oh it's my god! So funny, but but I yeah. I wish I I wish you love. I wish you. Love. You wish me love. I do. I do. Thanks. I do. I wish and you love. Th- I have it. You have I, love. Yeah. Do you feel like you when We're you're in love? Sixteen. Yeah. Do you feel like when you're in love? It. Re- I hear this that it reduces your stress levels. Yeah, it does. Why is that? You know what? I think there's. Well, it depends. If you're in love with somebody who's crazy <laughs> in a really fucked up relationship, then ignore what yeah. I'm saying. Because um, I, I was there and that's not I, that's not optimal. I mean, you, you, you know, you can do better. That's all I'm saying. Um, but I do think it does. Um, uh, I think there's just. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I Someone calms you. If it's the right person, yeah. they calm you when you're in stressful situations. I assume that's kind of I, what it is. I think is. that's that's it. And I think it it uh it's it's a reminder that we're not just here to do stuff and work hard. You know what I mean? Like I think what did they say? Like we're not a human doing, we're a human being. Like you can just be. Right. And I feel like that other person helps to remind you you could just be. You know? Words of wisdom from Kate Flannery. Let it be. I love it. You're the best. Uh, I root for you. I think I you're a terrific you. you're person. Awesome. Yeah. I'm sorry you weren't. My I just did a Comic Con with Oscar Nunez last week, and it was like uh, the craziest uh, group of people. It was like Bobby and Cindy Brady, Bionic Woman, and what? Six Million Dollar Man. Are you going to any? Are you going to St. Louis Con? I'm not. Are you going to uh, Illinois Metropolis? No, you're not going to that no. one. No. Are you going to Australia? Are you going to? I'm not. Uh, maybe uh, added later, but also. okay. Well, we'll 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 meet up again. I'm sure. By the way, if I I'm having a birthday party on July 10th, if you're in town, it's a Sunday, and it's an 80s band. The Spasmatics are going to hey. play. I think Taylor Dane might play. What? Yeah. So it's going to be like a the fun Spasmatics. 50th birthday party. That's fantastic. So I'll invite you. Thank you. And you'll have to come. All right. Yeah. This has been a real treat. Lastly, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you three TV shows. You give me the theme song. Okay. Mash. <laughs> I'm playing the trumpet. That's it, though. (laughs) All right. Give me, this is a tough one. Okay. Little House in the Prairie. Um, shit. Uh, Because it it almost sounds like the theme to the Newhart show. Not the Bob Newhart show, but the, the, um, the, you know, the second Bob Newhart show. What was it? it? Oh, oh, shit. Um, uh, uh, I hate myself. No, that's Dallas. Yeah. That's Dallas. Was, was that Dallas? <laughs> that was Dallas. Um, Hold on. Oh, doesn't it make you want to cry? Yeah. What a sweet song. That's a sweet song. Family song. <laughs> All right. Last minute. I got it. Last one. Okay. Give me the love boat theme. Love exciting and come aboard. We're expecting you. <laughs> this is another song that will put a smile on my face if I'm at a funeral. <laughs> come on. 
Jack Jones used to do the Jerry Lewis telethon every year. Oof, he was the I one who would be it. on at like three it. o'clock in the morning. With, yeah, Expecting you. You know that if you go to the if you go to Long Beach, the boat Princess. now the, they play that on the it's, instead of like the old whistle, it plays the theme to Love Boat. We were just down. We were what in Long a Beach treat. a couple weeks ago. We were laughing so hard. The people that live in the neighborhood of the boat, they want to kill the boat company. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame them. Uh, I love you. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. You're, You're the awesome. Best. Bye. You're the best. It was great. She's great. She's great. I mean, she, she was a great guest. She was okay. someone who was humble. She was open. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Kay Flander, for being on the podcast. Thank you for uh, holding my hand when we almost died in the plane crash going down in Arkansas. <laughs> but uh, it didn't crash. We're alive. We're still here. Okay. And thanks for taking a photo. That was fun. I'll post that too. Yeah, right? Yeah, it was nice of her. Yeah, she's a nice woman. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, uh, another reminder, the Big Talkville podcast. Tom Welling and I, the new podcast. Ryan will join us. I am there um, too. Every week we will talk. We will watch Smallville, an episode, and then talk about it. Join us starting Wednesday, July 13th, and every Wednesday after um, spread the word. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's a hotline you can call us, leave messages, blah de blah. We can't wait to join you or for you, you to join us on this uh, amazing um, journey. 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 I mean, That's thank you. Journey. Adventure. Uh, thank you to all my patrons. Uh, go to the Inside of You online store for awesome merch, new zip-ups, uh, new glasses, drinking glasses inside of you, autographs, anything you need. There's scripts autographed by me. There's so much great stuff on that on that website. It's really, it's really grown. My Shopify account has really grown. Let me tell you, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. Um, thank you for listening. Right now, these are the top-tier patrons. These are the people who give the most to the podcast, and I'm going to give them a shout-out. Here we go. Nancy D, Leah S, Sarah V, Little Lisa, Yukiko, Jill E, Brian H, Nico P, Robert B. You ready for some more? Let's do it. Jason W, Raj C, Joshua D, CJP, Jennifer N, Stacy L, Jamal F, Janelle B, Kimberly E, Mike E, Eldon Supremo, 99 more, 99 more. Santiago M, Chad W, Leanne P, Janine R, Maya P, Maddie S, Belinda N, Chris H, Dave H, Sheila G, Brad D, Ray H. Tap of the T, Tom N, Liliana A, Talia M, Betsy D, Chad L, Rochelle, Marion, Meg K, Dan N, Big Stevie W, Angel M, Rhiannon C, Corey K, Super Sam, Dev Nexon, Michelle A, Jeremy C, Andy T, Cody R, Gavinator, David C, John B, Brandy D, Yavor. Correct, Yavor. Camille S, The C, Joey M, Willie F, David H, Design. OTG. OTG, Eugene and uh leah correct chris p nikki g Corey, nicole heather l jake b james b bobbit megan t mel s orlando c john b caroline r rob e paul c christine s sarah s eric h spring jennifer r shane r emma r mark m jeremy v andrew m robert g zatucci 77 and andreas N, Andreas, N. Uh, I don't know what I would, I would do without my patrons. You guys really help support the podcast, and I thank you, and I say it every week, and I'll say it again. Thank you. I love you. It means the world to me, 
And uh, the big podcast, Talkville, coming soon, man. Coming soon. So make sure you support that one, if you will. Uh, We're going to need your support and love and uh, follow us and write reviews and sending questions. And it's going to be a big family affair. That's what it's going to be. Like Mary J. Blige? Did she sing that? I believe it was. It's a family affair. I can't, I can't think of how it goes. You want to hear, the, the? I think, the theme song now? I, I changed huh. it. I decided this is the theme song. What is? This is uh, right here. It just starts. You're listening to Talkville. <laughs> it's from a new song off the new album, but it'll be just an instrumental version. But it's a song called I'll Go to Heaven. But I think it's it just gives it a little energy, a little spark. I like it. I like it better than the other thing we were working on. But we could always try things. Great. Let's do it. Yeah. You know Great. what I'm saying? I don't Why the hell not? I don't mean. Why the hell not? Thank you, guys. Uh, from the Hollywood Hills in Hollywood, California, I am Michael Rosenbaum. I'm Ryan Taylor. Yeah, I'll give a little wave to the camera. Uh, thanks, guys. Promise me you'll be good to yourself and uh, have a great week. Thank you for making me part of your week um, and keep listening. That's all I could say. If you don't know a guest that I have on here, I hope that you'll listen anyway and learn something about them and not just say, mm, I don't know them. See ya. Because it really helps when you listen and spread the word. So all my love to you. Continue to love. And uh, Ryan, I'll see you next time. Get some rest, man. You too. Yeah. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.